The game that comes down to the slightest of margins. An amazing game by the chef, overshadowed by an abysmal performance. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catching Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, with my Splash Bro co-host, Zach. You know, this game, the Washington game, we'll get into that later, but it's just... I don't know. It just I'm disappointed, but not surprised. That's just been the theme of this season as we keep repeating ourselves every single time in every episode. <laughs> disappointed, but not surprised. I mean, Steph has this amazing 11-game streak of 30-plus points. I think he was due for one of these games. I don't think you can blame. I mean, if you want to point fingers, yeah, he obviously didn't play great, but Warriors didn't execute down the stretch, and I think that's the problem with the Washington loss. But as we'll recap first, the game against Philly was a huge win against one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, so that was a good uh, good win for the Warriors. But followed by a tough loss to Washington once again in the final few minutes. So we'll be recapping both of those games in this new episode. So let's get it popping. Yeah, without further ado, let's get started, baby. All right, so the first game, the Philadelphia 76ers. So, you know, we weren't expecting the Warriors to win. Um, but since um, Ben Simmons and Joe Harris, I mean, no, not Joe Harris, Tobias Harris, my apologies, were both out. Um, yeah, there was a um, possibility that the Warriors could sneak it out. And yes, Indeed, that they pulled off a W miraculously. Steph Curry, an amazing performance. His 11th straight game with 30 or 30 plus points, dropping 49, one point shy of a 50 piece. The Warriors won 107 96. I mean, this game is just all about Steph, my man. That's just Steph shining um, in prime time. I, I just comes down to it. Like, I was just amazed my brother, like with how Steph was just shooting the ball effortlessly, effortlessly with how, you know, he's getting doubled and, you know, um, with the way he's shooting. So I'm never I'm happy with this win. He's never felt fell off. He's, he's never changed in my opinion. He's only gotten better. The way he's playing at the age of 33 is – out of this world, honestly, the fact that I honest personally think he's has one, he has been putting up better numbers in his unanimous MVP season. And I think he's better than his unanimous MVP season. Who knows? Could be a hot take, but that's just my personal opinion. But, um, I mean, I, I, the way I he looks, that's he, a hot take. he makes it look so easy. It's just, I, it, stuns me it's just the way you can just pull out from half court and just pull it and it goes right in i mean 2021 steph has been taking so much contact like much better than 2016 in my opinion i don't know if you agree with that but like yeah he's obviously changed by putting yeah. on a bunch of muscle which is a good thing um and 
I th- I think personally this would be his third MVP season if the Warriors were a top five team in the West. Yeah, Miles I just hands down, don't hands think down. I th- I think the MVP race currently right now is probably Jokic, Embiid, and Steph, and then you can include Luca, LeBron, Damian but LeBron's Lillard. also missed time, and Dame's also missed time, Steph's also missed time, and I think. Jokic, I don't think he's missed any time, so I think he's probably the clear front runner. But I think the top two right now are Jokic and Embiid. But if I had a vote, I'd probably vote Steph Curry if he um, had a higher seed. His team was better. Yeah, but um, I think still, even if he's a playing team, if, even if the Warriors are a playing team, I would still vote Steph for MVP. No bias whatsoever. He's putting up. <laughs> extra- extraordinary numbers and no offense no to bias here Jokic no bias here. or Embiid wouldn't be wouldn't have a problem if Jokic or Embiid got the MVP both of them are deserving of it but I think Steph's just out of this world yeah I mean I definitely agree with that I mean if Steph you know was there if Steph was there for I think the eight or nine games that he was missing um it would probably be in like the sixth seed I fifth or sixth seed I, I can't remember the standings but um, I think he would probably win MVP, but you know, that's just the way it is. Um, uh, but moving on to this game though, like, you know, without Wiseman and we're kind of short on big bodies, like, um, you know, the Warriors did a great job in guarding Embiid, honestly, like they held Embiid to 28 points. Of course, I know 28 points is a lot, but it was on 21 shots. So that efficiency wasn't as great. So you got to give kudos to Kevon Looney and Draymond Green especially so kudos to them Looney with his career high 15 rebounds but that was just his both of their impact and their defense on Embiid was probably their best defense so kudos to them honestly Kevon Looney was absolutely I thought he would get manhandled by Embiid yeah I thought so too Looney stuck in there and was you I he had to think he had 15 rebounds. He was yeah, 15, absolute of defensive force in the paint, and yeah. Embiid scored 28 points, but limiting him to him to 28 points, where he's had games where he's put up 40 plus, is a plus for the Warriors. And they obviously held him to under 100 points and won by 11. So they made sure Embiid was not a big factor for the Sixers and that turned out well for the Warriors. And I think Steve Kerr coached a pretty good game. So we don't need any Steve Kerr slander, but <laughs> it's uh, like every other or so games where Steve yeah. Kerr gets criticized or, you know, just, you know, analyzed in a critical exactly. way. Yeah. No slander, no slander to the folks out there. We are not slandering. It's just criticism. So take that as you will, but um, moving on, um, I think this was the return of Kelly Oubre, I think, to the lineup. And, you know, uh, Steve Kerr brought him off the bench, kind of like the sixth man, like uh, like Andre Iguodala way back then. Um, what are your thoughts on Kelly Oubre coming off the bench? I feel like the flow of the game is so much better with Oubre coming off the bench. And I think everyone wanted, you know, Oubre to come off the bench in the beginning. But, you know, you're not going to you know, pay $80 million just for a dude to sit on the bench. So what do you think of – Ubre coming off the bench. Do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? Do you think they're going to carry it moving forward in the next uh, 20 or so games? I like Kelly coming off the bench. I think, obviously, he provides a big 
jump start for the Warriors coming off the bench when he comes in and in later end of the third first quarter and he provides the good defense runs the floor dunks screams all the above but i screams or screams yeah. screams like yelling oh, yeah okay um <laughs> but like like i we've said i he expects a payday this offseason and don't think the Warriors should or will be giving that to him as Clay comes back. Clay will probably be in the shooting guard position and he's most likely going to walk, which is perfectly fine. The Warriors can find some other bench depth guys this offseason, but I think it's a good fit for him to come off the bench. I don't think he likes coming off the bench, but I'm all for it. The Warriors are one and one with him coming off the bench, so it's not too bad. I'm looking at the minutes. Uber had more minutes than Ken Bazemore for the Philly game, so it could be kind of like that Iggy role where he's not starting, but he's playing more minutes than the starting shooting guard. So that could be something to look at down the road. But um, you know, we'll just got to see how that 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 role plays out. So yeah, yeah, the Hamptons Um, five lineup. Yeah. Steph, Clay, Iggy, Draymond, Katie. Yeah, brings a tears brings a tears to my eyes. Uh, trying to reminisce about that, but you know now those days watching, are over. Now we're watching Steph, Kelly Oubre, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney. Oh, look at that! It's changed. <laughs> Everything's changed, brother. All right, so um, next game. All right, so um, the next game. Washington Wizards, you would think that this would be a redemption game um, since, you know, we had a heartbreaker um, at Chase Center. Uh, The Warriors were leading that first, I think they were leading in that first game probably for like the last six minutes and they just fell apart because of poor execution. And somehow that game haunted the Warriors against the Washington Wizards at the same, as the same thing happened again. The Warriors were kind of, no, they were down 18 in the first quarter, and they brought it back because of the second unit. And they were up in the second half in the fourth quarter, like the last five minutes, and they let that slip away. And they fell to the Washington Wizards, 118 to 114. Steph, Steph was kind of due for an off game, um, but we just did not know when. Um, he did not play up to par of his standard. He had 18 points, but it was really bad shooting. It was like 7 to 25 from the field and two of 14 from the three-point line. Yeah, it looked like so, me out there. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like, no offense to Kelly Oubre, but he looked like Kelly Oubre out here, chucking bricks out here. But, um, you know, this game was probably really great for the second unit, like, you know, Kent Bazemore, um, Kelly Oubre, Jordan Poole, just to get these these guys' confidence up. And they played very, very well. The, the second unit brought back, um, the Warriors into it. They were down 18 after the first quarter. So you got to give it to the second unit um, just for bringing it back. So what are your thoughts on like the second unit just kind of finding their groove a little bit? Because I feel like I the second quarter was big because they were down 14. I think Steph went off when they were down 14 and then he came back in the game when they were like up two. So the second unit got them the lead back. So I think that's a good thing. And I think the second unit is obviously going to have to play a huge role down the stretch in these 
next couple of games and into the playing tournament. So, and I think Jordan Pools has the capability of being a great sixth man for this Warriors squad in the future. I think he can live up to that standard. Um, I've never really doubted Jordan Poole, honestly. Um, and I think get the receipts, get the receipts. Ever since, I, I believed in him. Ever since he came back from the G League bubble, he's just been amazing. To say the least, man is a bucket. Balling. He can uh, ball. Um, yeah, so I think the second unit stepped up. Warriors hopefully will have some good second unit performances in the near future as they head down the stretch. To I want end to talk season. about that, that that last possession, brother. Um, yeah, we can avoid that, but let's talk about it. Yeah, sure. Andrew let's talk about it. Yeah, so um, the Warriors, I think they were down two, right? They were down two, right? I don't want to get this wrong. I think they were yeah, down two. For sure. Okay. Um, I think it was 25 seconds left. Andrew Wiggins got the ball and you know he had an open path, open lane to the um, to the rim. And he blew it. He is also six eight, so let's take that into consideration. He should have dunked the ball instead of uh trying to lay it up. And he blew the layup and then Camp Basemore jumped too early, missed the tip in, and then and then I'm pretty sure Bradley Beal or Russell Westbrook got the rebound. I mean, that just sums up the Warriors season, honestly. This whole game summed up the Warriors season. Yeah, it really did. It really one fourteen it's one four it's like one fourteen and one oh six and two minutes left. The Warriors had the lead. And then Oh, I don't think it's even one four. Uh, let me pull up the score. It was like, I think it's one hundred four um, and ninety four or something like that. Yeah, it was something six like six minutes. Like with like six that. minutes left, and then all of a sudden in the final minute, it's one fourteen to one ten. They scored six points in the final six minutes. It's it sums up the Warriors' season. It's like the we're gonna go on to this again. It's like the Warriors' thirteenth worst loss this season. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I saw something on Twitter. This is the 12th, 12th game where the Warriors had like a lead in like the second half or like the fourth quarter and they blew it. And it's, it's just bad. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, it, of course, it's a typical Warriors game minus the Steph performance because, you know, honestly, you would have Steph balling and, you know, the second unit just somehow costed us. But it's, it flipped this time. Steph didn't do that great and the second unit stepped up. So, Another heartbreaker. Um, of course, you wanted to see the road trip go five and zero. We honest, honestly, honest, honestly, like in my opinion, we should have went five and zero, not three and two. Yeah, of course, the three and two was solid, but I feel like we should have came out of this road trip five and zero. It was like, going to be three and two. <laughs> we thought differently. We thought we would lose the Philly game and somehow pull off the the Celtics and the Washington game. It was reversed, but. Um, I feel like, well, of course, yeah. Well, the Warriors were in both of those games. They were they had leads in the final couple minutes in both the Boston and Washington game, and they blew it. Exactly. Um, but the Warriors are two twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirty. 
29 and 30 sitting in the ninth spot. Yeah, 13 games left. All right, so they will be most likely they'll probably be they'll be playing San Antonio, right, or Memphis. Uh, I think Memphis. Probably San Antonio. Is San Antonio. It, it is. I think so. It goes. I think because it's Dallas seven, Memphis eight, you know, Dubs nine, Spurs ten. So all right. So the as Warriors, of right now, we play the Spurs. Yeah. So the Warriors are currently sitting nine, twenty nine, and thirty. Got the Nuggets on Friday, and then after that, they have a long, pretty nice stretch of winnable games against uh, either five hundred either tanking teams or under five hundred teams. For example, like Houston, don't think they really OKC. care about winning right now. OKC uh, twice. But OKC, who's sitting Lou Dort because Lou Dort's putting up too many points for them, <laughs> them a chance of winning. So they're. Uh, so both those teams are trying to tank right now for Kate Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, etc. Um, so the Warriors have some winnable games that will hopefully maybe bump them up to the eighth spot. I don't. I think the Warriors get probably the eight or nine spot. I don't see them going any farther than that. But I mean Dallas. I don't know. They won, but I mean they're still like what. Two and a half from Dallas, if I'm mistaken, or three and a half. I don't I'd rather, I personally rather play Memphis or San Antonio than Dallas. If we're in the playing tournament, because you don't know what you don't know what's going to happen if you play Luca in a playing tournament. Luca comes out and puts up 45 in your head. I mean, but the thing is, um, the Grizzlies have Valanciunas, and you know Valanciunas <laughs> is pretty solid big, and you know. We haven't. We've um, seen it. Kevon yeah. Looney absolutely controlled Joel Embiid in the paint. Got fifteen okay, rebounds. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. I got yeah. Okay. Those hips still work. <laughs> I mean, those hips still prove to be moving. I mean, they got fifteen rebounds against Philly, and I don't know yeah. how many rebounds, but um, he had tonight. But he still, he still got it. He still got it. Absolutely, still got yes, it. Yes, sir, brother. All right, so I think that'll do episode number 34. Um, make sure you the Warrior, check out the Warriors on Friday night against the Nuggets. Uh, make sure you get those tickets to Chase Center. Make sure you get that negative COVID test if you want to enter. Oh, is Before, it the first game? I think is it's the first game with fans side? back. Um, nice. uh, make sure you follow us on our socials on Twitter at DubsPod and on Instagram at CatchingDubsPod. And catch you in the next one. Thanks, y'all. See y'all later.